And... <laughs> Welcome to the Dog Friendly KW Podcast with your host, Justine McKenzie on Midtown Radio KW. Welcome to season six of the Dog Friendly KW podcast. And today we're talking all things PSL related and spooky. Ooh. For all you fall haters out there, PSL is a pumpkin spice latte in case you didn't know that. Yes. So there are so many dog friendly fall activities to get out there and enjoy with your pups. So let's dive into them all, shall we? Welcome to the Dog Friendly KW Podcast with your hosts, Justina McKenzie on Midtown Radio KW. Today we are chatting about all things that is fall. Falling leaves, oversized sweaters, pumpkins and apple picking, cider and hot chocolate drinking, pretty much all of my favorite things. I mean, I love sweater weather. Everything is better when I can wear a sweater. Especially oversized sweaters, it's so cozy and comfy, and it's the best. So, of course, our pups love to tag along with all of our dog-friendly fall adventures, so we're excited to share a few of them with you all. Uh, let's kick it off, shall we? Because there's a lot. Justine, go. Okay, so first we're going to talk about fall treats, because I don't know about you, but I love pumpkin spiced anything and this is actually very well timed so the first thing on our list where you need to go for fall treats is camellia's bake shop they're in waterloo and they're dog friendly inside and out and they are amazing um i was actually there yesterday and at like 8 30 in the morning no they weren't open that early nine in the morning i had a pumpkin spiced cake for breakfast and it was delicious and they've got so many delicious drinks and your dog can come right inside with you so it was me and one of the other members of our team and um we had both of our dogs there and then at another point these other folks walked in and they had their dogs there were three dogs inside it was so cute I need to go there I still haven't with the littles but it's uh it looks Absolutely adorable, and it looks um, like the baked goods look incredible. Yeah, they are, and so many vegan and gluten-free options. Um, so if you're a vegan or a GF, you can get all your delicious baked goods there. They're an amazing spot. I'm a big fan. All right. Well, the next one is on top of my list. It is the Old Galt Bottle Shop. So uh, the Old Galt Bottle Shop is located just outside of downtown uh, Galt. Um, And it's a different kind of treat, okay, because it's beer, (laughs) but... The they know what's up. They know good beer. So they have probably like I'm guessing 500 different types of beer. 
It's wild. Yeah. And I bet you they bring in lots of seasonal stuff. I would be shocked if they didn't. Um, so they probably, if you want pumpkin spice beer, I bet you they have one there. Yeah, they've got a wall of canned beers that you can buy to go, um, which is fantastic. They also have um, an assortment of craft beer always on tap. Um, their outdoor patio is dog friendly. So if you want to stay for a pint, um, they do have heat uh, heated uh a heat wow they have a heated patio <laughs> they have heaters is they, what you're trying to say yes they have Perfect. heaters uh for their patio so you can enjoy uh, a fun point on uh, on their patio and uh the dogs can join along for that so again i've tried some really fun beers there even some local beers like from Wavemaker. um their ipas are always a hit so uh yeah check out their patio check out their bottle or bottles or cans to go really really great spot cool cool um okay next cafe pirates outpost um vegetarian and vegan stuff um all of their baked goods are amazing they are dog friendly outside they have also like a, a walk up like takeout window um and they're right on the spur line trail so it's a great spot to go for a walk and then stop and grab a coffee along the way and they often have cookies for the dogs it's a great little spot to stop um especially while out on the spur line and don't they have a wall of dogs that they take photos of Yes. I don't know if they're still updating that, but they definitely did at one point. I don't know if they filled them all. Now they're not adding more dogs, but that was definitely something they were doing. So great spot to check out for delicious treats and a convenient walk along the way. The Spur Line is a great place for a stroll. Um, yeah. So you have your treat. Now you have lots of treat options. Now you have to hit up a trail and take cute pictures with the fall foliage. So Mackenzie, where are our most Instagram-worthy fall foliage walks? We are so fortunate to have so many different beautiful hiking trails around the area, urban and suburban. Um, there are just so many. Um one of my favorite spots to go is the St. Petersburg Trail in Petersburg. <laughs> Right off of Highway 78. People also refer to it as like the Petersburg crown land. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So just be aware that there are dogs that sometimes are off leash on that trail, but it is absolutely beautiful. The trails are really narrow. So it's really nice to like pose your dog right in between and get like these long, long, beautiful shots of just fall foliage. Um, I love it there. And it's uh, it's a pretty good uh, loop that you can do as well. I'm not sure how many kilometers it is. It's probably like, I'm guessing like 5k. It's pretty long. It can be longer. Um, but, uh, just the different spots along the way to stop and grab photos just with all of the leaves. I, that's top of my list. Um, Next on the list is one that is a little closer to, to home being Kitchener. That is that's here on national area. Wow. National area. Mm -hmm. I, wow. That is here on natural area. <laughs> try. Yeah. Here on natural area is a beautiful spot in all seasons. Um, and especially beautiful in the fall, especially with all the ponds and stuff. Um, another great one in fall is Monarch Woods, all the cute little bridges. It's a nice little loop, lots of colors. Um, definitely a nice little escape from the city without going very far at all. Um, and this last one is at a town. Fun fact, I've never been here and I literally lived like a kilometer away from this park when I was a kid. 
So I went here last year. It's um, Mono Cliffs Provincial Park. Um, I actually went um, mid-October uh, last fall. Um, the girls got hired to do some photos uh, for a dog campaign. So we that was our chance to go. And oh my goodness, it is super cute. The trails are very easy, which is really nice if you're not looking for like a challenging walk. Um, and also it's kind of build your own adventure. You can do longer walks or shorter walks. Um, there's a lot of really cute lookout points. Um, and there's a lot of really, really cute, like hidden gems. Like there's a few places with water. So if your dog is a water lover, they can uh, dive in and go for a little swim. Um, but just the sheer amount of, colors that it happens there. Like uh, we'll share a few photos from, um, the photo shoot that I did last year. And oh my goodness, it's, it's beautiful. Like I was being from Muskoka, I was like, wow, like this is actually really, really nice here. So yeah, Monocliffs Provincial Park, it's about an hour and a half drive, but definitely worth, uh, definitely worth it. So Moving on, fall is not without one of my favorite activities to do, and that is pumpkin patches and apple picking. <laughs> so basic. All right. Where are our spots for pumpkin patches and apple picking? We have Benjamin Tree Farm. Don't let the name deceive you. They have so many pumpkins. And lots of opportunities for cute photo ops. You also can go into their very large gift shop. Their gift shop is huge. Um, and tons mm -hmm. of local artists and gifts inside. Lots of really fun fall decor. Because last year you got like that super cute doormat. Um, yeah. I was there... I was there yesterday, actually, um, picking up some pumpkins for my front porch, and uh, they have, like, um, really, really cute handmade stuff, um, some cute, like, anything from placemats to centerpieces to wall decor to, yeah, outdoor decor. They literally have it all. They've got uh, porch um, bundles, so it can, it includes something like uh, a hay bale, a large pumpkin, a small pumpkin, mm -hmm. and some gourds or something or gourds yeah. i called gourd yeah so uh they've got a lot of uh different options there and it's super close uh i think it's like less than 10 minutes from like kitchener area um and i love bringing the dogs there just because it's so large and it's really fun kids love it too very true all right this next one's a little bit out of town mackenzie loves this place i still have not been Brantview Apples and Cider. So they're a family-run orchard and have a huge orchard to pick apples, um, obviously, when they're in season, along um, with Howell Road Cidery. Yeah, so this is a family-run um orchard and what they do is the apples that they don't inevitably sell they turn into hard cider so yeah howell road cidery does some really really nice dry hard ciders and they also make delicious baked goods on site uh, namely their apple cinnamon donuts they are not gluten-free or vegan but they are out of this world they are so good um and the property itself is just so pretty i've been there a few times just to either a pick up cider or b take the dogs uh for a walk through the property um it is 
beautiful. They have a golden, um, a family dog, oh. a golden retriever on site. So just be aware of that. But it is uh, one of my favorite spots. It's about 20 minutes from KW, uh, just outside of Cambridge. But uh, it's, I love it there. It's adorable. Amazing. And this one, if you don't like driving like me, and you don't like going far places like me most of the time, Good Family Pumpkins <laughs> is on Bridge Street. It is like just outside of like the main urban center of KW and little farm, all your pumpkin and squash needs and don't let the proximity to an urban area deceive you. Lots of cute farm photo ops and you don't have to go too far out of town to get lots of cute pics of your dog with a pumpkin or several. Or a hundred. <laughs> or a hundred pumpkins. I actually need to take Marshall to a pumpkin patch. I don't think we've done that yet. Oh my goodness. Well, there you go. You have a couple options there. Um, well, there you have it. The first few ideas for your next fall adventure. When we come back, we're going to dive into the spooky part of the episode. Ooh. It's time for our OG segment on the Dog Friendly KW Podcast. It is our Celebrity Pup of the Week. Oof, oof. So in this segment, we choose a local pup that has tagged us in a picture recently. And this season, we're doing something even more exciting with our pals at Victor Rose Pets. They will be donating a free mini session to one of our celebrity pups of the week from this season. And at the end of the season, they're going to face off in a voting style bracket on Instagram. And then one lucky pup will win a cute little photo op at their studio. So, Kenz, who is this week's Celebrity Pup of the Week? All right. This pup is a Save Our Scruff alumni. So the same rescue Marshy came from. Um, this dog is absolutely adorable. I have no idea what breed mixes um he is he looks just like kind of like marshall like a huge jumble of a bunch of different dogs mixed together he almost looks like a sight hound like aswalk mixed with like a like a hound mixed with like a bully mixed with like a billion other things so anyway this celebrity pup of the week is (laughs) coovy 
What a cute name. I know. And their Instagram is Kuvaroo. It's so cute. So that's at Kuvaroo, C-O-U-V-A-R-O-O. Um, and uh, yeah, this little guy loves snacks. And um, we saw him at our Maton Main event um, in end of September, uh, downtown Galt. And uh, he came out and enjoyed the day. And his... It's just smile is absolutely adorable. Um, go check out this dog on Instagram. He travels all over with his parents, and it's just so adorable to see. So go check out Kuvaru on Instagram. He is our celebrity pup of the week. So if you would like your dog to be entered in to win a free mini photo shoot with Victor Rose Pets, Tag us in a picture on Instagram at DogFriendlyKW and maybe your dog will make it into Celebrity Pup of the Week. Woof woof. Welcome back to the Dog Friendly KW podcast with your hosts Justine and Mackenzie on Midtown Radio KW. And in our season six, episode one episode, which is happening right now, we are talking about all things fall. So let's dive into some more spooky stuff. Um, Halloween is like my favorite. I love dressing my dogs up. (laughs) It's very fun. I've always loved Halloween. So talk about some spooky stuff now. So some things you can do this fall, you can plan your pup's Halloween costume, you know, get crafty, go to your local thrift store. Maybe you can find some baby clothes to put on your dog. If you have a baby sized dog, if you have a dog like me, maybe that won't be the case. But fun fact, baby clothes do work very well for small dogs. Uh, they can be repurposed fairly easily, like little onesies. Uh, you just make sure that you cut out a space for uh, the dog's bum and tail, obviously, and a spot if they need to go pee. Um, but they do work really great. And for Marshall sized dogs, um, little sweaters uh, do work. Um, you just need to sometimes just take it in a little bit um, in like the the where the belly is on the pup so you can use um you can just hand stitch that fairly easily Marshall Um, needs like small adult sized clothing but yes fair (laughs) fair enough large but yeah lots of great ideas I mean head over to Pinterest to find like all the inspiration you need for DIY costumes um but if your dog's not into clothing which some are just not tolerant of this um, maybe you can do something with a bandana. You can even repurpose something like an old tablecloth or any other type of fabric. Um, you don't need to learn how to sew to do these things. It's a Halloween costume. Get creative. See what you come up with. Yeah, again, um, sites like Pinterest have never-ending craft ideas for the more experienced and, you know, less experienced crafter out there. So go check it out and get creative. Um, but my favorite thing to do at Halloween is to match my dogs. So, um, to do a little family costume is always really fun. And, uh, to go out and about and just see people's faces light up when they see you as a little set, it's just my favorite thing to do. So, um, 
get creative again, come up with a cute family costume. There's so many ideas out there, stuff that's trending, you know, stuff that's classic. Like I think, spoiler alert this year, I think we're going to be doing a space theme here in this home. So be on the lookout for that. But uh, yeah. Mine is also kind of space themed. It's like space adjacent. Oh, well then there you go. We'll be one big theme. Dog friendly KW theme. There we go. <laughs> All right. So maybe you're more of a homebody. And especially this time of the year, as the days get shorter and it gets colder and darker outside, maybe you want to do more stuff at home with your dogs. So, Ken's, what are some things that are fall themed that we can do this time of the year with our pups inside? I just realized I spelled cozy wrong. <laughs> Spelt it cozy. I love that. That's okay. Uh, but yeah, have a cozy night in with your pup. Uh, this again is a staple here. Some days we just like to cuddle up. It's uh, I'm looking outside right now and it's cool and rainy and my dogs are both under a blanket. So uh, we can Netflix and chill. That's what we'll do. <laughs> Watch a scary movie. I'm pretty sure the new Hocus Pocus is coming out soon. So you could watch that classic. Yeah. Get in the spirit. Um, I'm a uh, horror movie fan, so maybe throw in something a little more scary. But Hocus Pocus is a classic. Um, but yeah, that's uh, that's a, a a really fun activity to do that your dog loves too. Um, yep. You can also bake. Yep. Yeah, baking. This is the time of the year to bake. You can make some dog and human treats from the pumpkins you got. Brilliant. Um, or maybe you make something with apples. Um, there are so many easy, easy, easy recipes for dog treats that you can make at home. Um, so that's always an awesome option if you want to make some tasty treats for you or your pup. I do recommend making different treats for you and your pup because uh, <laughs> while – Homemade dog treats do contain all edible ingredients. The lack of sugar uh, usually leaves them quite lacking, so I don't recommend. Fair enough, unless you're on, like, some extreme health kick. All right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the last one to do at home is a staple that we love to push, and that is canine enrichment. So doing some indoor fun activities with your dog or maybe with those fresh-baked doggy treats you just made. Um, but the possibilities are usually endless. Um, you can hide treats around the home and get your pup to search for them. Use an old paper towel or toilet roll. Um, get your pup to, you know, dig through and tear it open and try and get the treat inside. Um, something as simple as taking a blanket and hiding treats inside of that blanket and get them to rummage through it. You can even take this outside if you're feeling adventurous in a pile of leaves. Take some fun um, treats and kind of toss them around in your leaf pile and have the dog scour for them. That will keep them busy for a long time. Um, yeah. But if yeah. Need, if you need any fall inspo for canine enrichment, we highly recommend following Bindi's Bucket List on Instagram. Taylor is just a queen when it comes to canine enrichment and all of her ideas are always so creative and she does lots of fun seasonal stuff. So if you want inspiration for that sort of thing, Taylor at Bendy's Bucket List is your gal. Yep. She is. She knows what's up. She really does. Um, 
All right. So now let's move outside the home and do some fall themed dog friendly activities and maybe check out some events, shall we? So what do we have first on the agenda? So on October 8th, Fieldstone Barn is hosting a fall artisan market. This is a ticketed event, but they will have live music. So that's definitely they are dog friendly. So that's a place you could check out. Tickets are $15. Um, and then another thing that is always awesome to do is the Aberfoyle Antique Market. Um, it is open until October 30th and it's only $5 to get in. On Sundays. Yes. I would always check out their Facebook page before going because sometimes they do have special events and when they do have those, they'll sometimes say no dogs for this particular event or this particular day. Um, if they think things are going to be really busy, they'll, um, say no dogs on this day. So I always recommend checking out their Facebook before going. They are pretty active um, to make sure that uh, you're not going to show up and be disappointed. Yeah, that's uh, I love the antique, the Aberfoyle antique market. It's so fun. And be prepared to be stopped by all the people to have your dogs oohed and awed at. It's great. <laughs> always. <laughs> this... Um, well, we can't forget about our events because we've been uh, just an event machine over here. We sure so have. We have one really exciting event coming up. This is going to be the first time we've run this event. It's called Sip and Stay. And the whole premise of this event is for you to show up with your dog and for you to have a very calm, structured socialization experience. So, If you've been to our previous events where it's been a little bit more laxy-daisy, this one is going to be super structured. We've partnered with Lily at Leader of the Pack KW. It's going to take place at Willibald in air. So this time of the year, like it's on a farm, it's going to be beautiful. We're going to go for a pack walk around the property. Um, And then included in your ticket price is either a mocktail or a cocktail of your choice. And you're going to sip. And your dog is going to stay. So either in a down stay or a sit stay. And just like a really great opportunity for your dog to practice um, being around other humans and other dogs without directly engaging with them and practicing that calm behavior. So if you've been looking for more structured socialization opportunities, this is the one. And uh, tickets are on sale now on our website. Um, They are $8 for a mocktail ticket or $18 for a cocktail ticket. And we hope to see many of you there. But Ken's, why don't you tell us about what event we have coming up at the end of October, our OG dog-friendly KW event. This is our second year putting this on. This was the one that started it all. It is. <laughs> so uh, October 30th, uh, Sunday, October 30th, we are hosting our second annual Halloween event, our Halloween pooch party. Uh, and that's going to be downtown Kitchener on Gockle Street. So uh, exact same spot as our spring into summer pooch party, as well as our uh, Halloween event last year. Um, and we cannot wait. Uh, we will have... Um, Lots of different vendors, uh, lots of activity, um, things for your dog to do, things for you to do, your child to do if you have a human child. Uh, there's going to be uh, a lot of uh, different activities uh, being hosted for that event, and we cannot wait. Um, also, don't forget to dress up your dog. 
Yes, there is going to be our pack walk with Lily from Leader of the Pack. She's going to do a costume pack walk. And this year there's going to be like an official costume contest. Um, So that's going to be happening. It's going to be very exciting. And we have curated a very Halloween spooky themed experience with the vendors and with everything happening on site. So we are so excited for this event. It is free. Come out 12 to 5, October 30th. Dress your dog up. We can't wait to see them in their adorable costume. Yeah, it's one of my favorite events of the year just because of all the costumes. I can't wait. Um, So there you have it. There are a handful of great fall activities out there in the Kitchener-Waterloo region. um, And these are just a few of them. So uh, there are so many things to do to enjoy the cooler months with your pup. Um, And we are going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. listening to the Dog Friendly KW Podcast, and today we are talking about all things fall, PSL, and spooky. So, Justine, what is your and Marshall's favorite fall activity? Everybody would like to know. I mean, honestly, I got to keep it pretty simple. I love a good fall walk. I get way too hot in the summer. Marshall gets way too hot in the summer, so I appreciate the crispness of the cool fall weather and I love the changing colors and yeah it's just like one of my favorite times of the year to get outside and go for walks and hikes what about you um my favorite thing is to prepare my dogs for Halloween (laughs) that's up there too yeah amazing well make sure to check out our fall community guide for more fall Well, make sure to check out our fall community guide for more fall-friendly ideas on our website, dogfriendlykw.com. But thank you for tuning in today to the Dog Friendly KW podcast. We hope you enjoyed listening to the very first episode of season six. We're so excited for the upcoming season and can't wait for you to come along for the ride. Till next time. Bye. Bye.